1: It's noon in Arizona, and time for the Everything Home Talk Radio Show!
0: Yes, our Humpty
1: Live studio audience has had a few hot toddies, and they're ready for another tip and (laughs) takeaway show. Today's topics, cause marketing, purpose-driven everything, making a difference, and podcast tips delivered by our partners of the Everything I'm Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, Ms. Kay McDonald, the CEO of Charity Charms, J.P. Kim, the founder of the world of J.P. Kim, and Jared Laverne, the marketing director of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions and host of the Goal Drive Professional Podcast. And you believe that it's only 15 days until Christmas Eve. Are you ready? I am not. And I need to pull out those decorations today after the show. And it's 22 days to the end of the year. So our guests today are going to provide some very important information so you can finish the year strong and make 2021 your best year ever. Let's do this.
0: I do love
1: those Christmas songs, and I'm going to keep them coming through the end of the year, so you are sick of them. Everything Home is a talk radio show, podcast, and patriotic purpose-driven platform. It's the transformational show and platform about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people, doing good business and good things, and you're going to meet a couple of them today. One location with all the information, the ultimate resource platform. Visit everythinghomeresourceplatform.com for more information on today's guests and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference. Bookmark it, save it on your phone, make it your go-to place. We've made it easy to find the messages that matter from the people you need to know about, good people doing good business and good things. This is our live segment, Purpose Driven Partners, and we're going live every Wednesday and Friday from 12 to 1 with experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, passions, and provide real-life, tangible
0: takeaways.
1: Wanted to let you know that each month we do have a free giveaway, and all you need to do to enter is rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast player. We're listed on 14 of them. Just a couple clicks and a little a little typing and you get one entry to win our monthly prize. This month it's a $50 gift card for Amazon. To keep it simple just go to our website everythinghomeresourceplatform.com and click the rate and review graphic at the top of the page and all the tabs that subscribe to the show are there too and once you're there please check out who we are and what we do. Visit our Reopen America Resource Center for all kinds of free great information, and yes, it is all free. Join our community, become our partner, and be a guest on our show. You can also listen to any of our 140 episodes. Yes, today is number 140. It's kind of exhausting, isn't it? Let us know which topics you want to learn about and who you want to hear from. I think what we're going to do is kind of need to get a health person on here, a health expert. I think it's time. I think it'll be good during the season. Maybe you can start watching what you eat and get uh, a head start on (laughs) the goals of losing weight in January going to the gym. Can you go to gyms anymore? Well, you sign up and then you go like three or four times and then you end up paying for the rest of the year and you, you never go. So something funny from our friends over at the Joe Piscopo show. Joe is a good friend of the show. I'm trying to get him to come on for a special appearance. And uh, you can listen to him uh, Mondays through Fridays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern time and catch him on demand. Just go to his Twitter account. The links are always there.
0: Every- the in Whoville was tired of hiding. Even the Grinch was tired of Biden. For Sleepy Joe stole the old Grinch's thunder. This Christmas, Joe Biden would pillage and plunder. Joe Biden capitalized on the COVID craze when he told the Who's, You cannot be traveling during these holidays. When the Who's complained that he was no fun, Biden exclaimed, "So that to all the people who went to world war one and cindy lou who she cries and she begs but all biden tells her is i got hairy legs when the grinch heard <laughs> of this christmas ban he quoted joe biden and said come on man so this christmas if you have a longing to get funky sit down and ask yourself what are you a junkie would you oh, shut out man <laughs> 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 thank you oh. Oh God, that's too
1: funny. I heard that and I said, I gotta steal that and put it on the show. So it's twelve oh six Mountain Time in Arizona and it's time now to meet the partners of the Everything Um Socially Catches Referral Network. Today's topic, cause marketing, purpose-driven everything, making a difference and podcast tips. Today is Miss Kay McDonald, the CEO of Charity Charms, a cause marketing and virtual fundraising company. Audience, can you put down your hot toddies and give her a round of applause?
2: (laughs) Miss Kay, how are you today? Hey, Michelle. I'm
1: doing great. How are you? I am good. I am good. So let's just drive right in. Tell us a little about you, Charity Charms, and then we can go into some cause marketing and virtual fundraising and get those nonprofits the help they need during this crazy world that we live in.
2: Yes, and that's and so needed right now and always. So um, I have a business called Charity Charms. We started in 2004, and we are an international company based in Phoenix, Arizona. Our whole premise is to help charities raise awareness and brand their cause through the power of Charms. And the reason why we do that is that charms have been worn for centuries, both by women and men, to show their passion um, and their interests. And we came up with the concept for charity charms um, after realizing a need in the market. Charities needed something for people to wear and use that was attractive and engaging, something that would help people talk about their cause. And so we created we create charms from the charities logo. Um, but it's a beautiful item so we we take the icon out of the logo put it on the front of the charm and then build products around that whether they're for men, women, galas, events, mail outs, you name it, Michelle. That's and it's we do. been
1: highly successful. You've had what I think it's something like 500 charities you've done these charity charm campaigns for? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's so necessary, I mean for people that don't know Uh, you here or everybody knows you in the Phoenix area. I mean, you're like a legend when it comes (laughs) to the nonprofit world. Everybody knows who you are, but it's it's time to get, oh, you're you're welcome. And you're a great person too. I mean, you're always doing extra. You're giving back to the community and you're always helping people, especially these nonprofit organizations and combining them with a, with a, uh, let's just say for-profit, small business, corporation, so that they can get more involved and become that purpose-driven business, which now more than ever, that every company needs to have that. If you're a small business or even if you're a solo entrepreneur to a big corporation, that's the movement. You have to give back to the community. You need to participate and show that you're doing more than just making a product or service. And you, you're, you're, you know, the, the, Besides being a partner of our platform, my intention is to just more people know about what you're doing, because I think it's such an incredible tool for the nonprofits and the businesses uh, nationwide. This is something that needs to be all over. So if if I can deliver that and help you in that capacity, that's why um, I think it's, uh, I, I obviously want you to be coming on here more often, because it's. As I said, this is this is where business is going and it's not going to turn back. So it's just a matter of do you want to jump on the train or you want to get left behind because your competition is going to outdo you by just participating in a a different way of doing business nowadays.
2: Well, Michelle, you know, that's so true. And. You know, um, studies show that eighty percent of consumers, when 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 they have two products in front of them, if there's a product that's cause related that has a give back or something, um, where they are recognizing uh, some kind of contribution to a charity, the the co- consumer will choose that product. So it makes sense for companies, not only for business, but also for you know, the heart of the company to come up with some kind of a cause marketing or give back program that aligns them with causes that they care about.
1: Yeah, and the consumer wants that. I mean, the younger generation is demanding it. And like I said, that's just the way business is going to be done in the future. Now, um, a lot of these nonprofits, they all have, most of them have big events. So they have the golf tournaments, they have the galas, they have other types of fundraisings where they're in person. And obviously you don't have that anymore. So the nonprofits I've spoken to since this COVID chaos has started, I mean, they're all hurting. So um, yeah. what's kind of the feedback that you're getting from past, past organizations and, and uh, what they're looking for kind of to adjust their business strategy. Cause keep in mind, a nonprofit is a business just because that they're not paying taxes on their revenue, which makes them the nonprofit because they're doing a cause. They still have to run it like a business. And that's one of the great things about your whole concept and platform. It, it, it makes them realize that they are a business too, and they have to run it that way. And the more efficient they are and the more they take that seriously, the better results they're going to get. So what, what's kind of the feedback that you're getting from the organizations you're working with and have worked with in the past?
2: Well, absolutely. Everybody has had to change their direction. They've had to look at how they do things, how they engage donors. How are they going to bring in dollars right now when they can't get people to congregate at their events? So, um, you know, there's been a plethora of virtual events that have been launched. Um, Everybody's still kind of green at it, <laughs> you know, the, the, the verdict is still in as to what's working and what isn't. Um, but what we've tried to coach our clients with is, you know, direct mail is now making a resurgence and is hmm. a guaranteed platform. Um, you know, everybody's sitting home, and the most exciting part of the day is the mailman or the Amazon delivery man. And so if you can start using that to reengage your clients and your donors, then, you know, that that's an avenue that um, I, I feel is having a re- resurrection with a lot of our charities. And um, one of the things that we do that we are contributing to that is that we create custom products that they can include in their mailings. Um, to to engage their clients so they can include something in the mailing and say hey you know we would love a donation um, as a thank you and and the response rate is uh, you know 50 percent higher than if you just send a send a canned mailer with with nothing in it um, there's also lots of we're seeing a resurgence in peer to peer fundraising where there's lots of crowdfunding platforms and people are using those there's like crowdsource, and donor, donor choice, you can create an online fundraiser. Um, and this way you can reach out to people all over the world and not have to touch them personally through an event. Um, again, um, with, with the products that we provide, um, if you have an online fundraiser and offer a thank you gift at the end, it's um, like a third step. So it's also it's an incentive to give, and then it's also um, like that final uh, messaging when the item arrives at the door after after you they've given their donation. So it's just a kind of a double whammy.
1: So those are those are a couple ways that we're we're seeing things happen. Well, what I love about you and your platform is that you actually are, are giving. There's a product, so they get something in return for making, say, a donation um, what, rather than they're just feeling they're constantly writing a check. You know, they, people get donor fatigue. And they know certain times of the year people would come around. They're like, oh, it's that time they want me to buy something. I got to go to the breakfast or I got to go to the dinner. I got to write the check. At least this way they get something so they can
0: right.
1: have something, you know, be a it, 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 It's more so where they become a part of the organization. And they also Absolutely. then... They they also then have a reminder, you know, because there's a, there's those certain times of the year that I mentioned, like in the spring, where they have the events or the golf tournaments, or maybe it's, you know, Giving, giving Tuesday, where all of a sudden they get bombarded. But then a lot of the times mm-hmm. the nonprofits aren't doing anything for the rest of the year, and it's out of sight, out of mind. Everybody's busy. We're doing all kinds of different things. But if you have the the key, the, well, I think it's the lanyard that you guys are doing also now, the keychain with the charm or just the charm that somebody uh-huh. wears, they, yep. they can be reminded about that organization. And, you know, whether it's on their wrist or in their keychain, you know what, I I wonder what they're doing. Or, you know, let me really like, check out their social media account. Or I wonder if there's an event. Or, you know what, I have some free time now, so maybe I should volunteer. I mean, <laughs> you know, you feel right. obligated to do something good on the planet So, you know, it's, it's it's a constant reminder. And again, it brings people into the community of that organization. So I, I think it's just, it's a, it's a brilliant concept. And probably that's why you've been so successful since you started, what, 15 years ago. Yeah, well oh well thank you. And you know,
2: I think there's two there's two components that I really love about what we do. Um and it's it's about cause marketing is we we try to work with the charity to bring in a corporate sponsor to underwrite the cost of the program. So when they use the items for fundraising, they receive 100% back or if they choose to give the items as gifts, there's no expenditure for the charity and then the company receives recognition for their generosity and that's kind of what cause marketing is all about. It's, it's, a, it's a win-win when uh, for-profits and non-profits come
1: together for a common goal
2: of, ra- of raising awareness.
0: Now,
1: have you found that when you talk to some of these nonprofits, the smaller ones, the bigger ones, kind of almost have it figured out a little bit? You know, they they might have uh-huh. a bigger staff, a bigger budget, but the smaller ones, once you initially have that conversation, that meeting with them, do you find that they don't even realize the value of their own supporters and database? That if maybe they had a little bit of coaching consulting from you. You got a chance to look at the database and you'd say, look who you have here. These are people that would, would actually be the corporate sponsor or the small business sponsor that you could approach. Cause they already believe in the organization and if they can end up promoting their business also and become part of this movement, which obviously we've talked about is the way of the future and way people are doing business. Mm-hmm. During those conversations, do they get the light bulb go on and go, oh my god, I had no idea that these, these, this, this powerhouse is sitting right in front of me. That
2: that is so very true, and I think sometimes when charities are startups, their goal is just to get lots and lots of people. Where really, if they could follow the 80-20 rule and just really concentrate and cultivate maybe on 10 people that can be their major ambassadors to get the word out and to find them. You know, identify those really, really strong 10 or 20 people that totally support your cause and then ask them to help you. Ask them to go out and engage other strong companies, groups, things that can bring in more impact faster than mark trying to market to a bunch of individuals that you may not know.
1: Well, also too, as I mentioned earlier, you get a little donor fatigue, right? Cause you're, you feel like right. you're just writing the check and then it's, the money goes, it's like a kid. The kid goes, Hey, can I have 20 bucks? You give him the 20 bucks. And then a week later, can I have another 20 bucks? You're like, where'd the 20 bucks go that I just gave you? I spent it. Well, and and that's nonprofits, how they have to operate, right? Because they're not selling a product or service. They need those donations. But if they can almost reposition their thought process and Mm -hmm. see the value of having the business or the corporation partner with them through your platform, as you said, it's a Uh, Mm -hmm. win-win. The business is more willing to participate than just writing that check because at, at the end of the day, maybe they, you know, they just get their logo on a website. Well, you know, how many people are actually seeing that or clicking on it to learn more about the company? This way there's, there's more of an active partnership, which then obviously, mm-hmm. you know, all parties are involved and Now, look, you've got a whole new database of people that might be interested in making a donation or, or buying the, or donating to get the, uh, the charms or even maybe, you know, volunteering. Like you said, we're all home,
2: you know? Right. Well, and I have a fun story. One of the charities that we're working with in our key distinct strength program, we created this beautiful key fob that has the donor charm and the, and the charity's charm. It also has a messaging card that tells the story of the charity. The executive director did a handwritten note and included one of those fobs to a previous donor. And last week she re- received out of the blue, a $50,000 check unexpected. Uh, wow. And you know what that was? It was the personal touch, the focus on uh, people that ha- were somewhat engaged already in her organization, and then the added, just the added little um, piece of a branded, beautiful
1: gift. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Because you never know. You never know. I mean, you know, there's you never a whole know. new, there's there's all different kinds of people out there. You know, you. you, you like I said, maybe maybe you know there's, there's a lot of hot money just waiting on the sidelines. You gotta you gotta you gotta <laughs> reposition how you're thinking, guys. You know you never know when that that, that, that <laughs> special person's coming along. Um, I'm I, I, like I said, I, I want to be as supportive as I can. We're gonna have you back on the show uh, as often as as what makes sense within your schedule. Um all of your information is on our website everythinghomeresourceplatform.com partners and patriots tab you can go on to, and then obviously we're it's I'm always going to keep something for you on the homepage but with any of our nonprofit organizations or ones that really support those type of um those type of organizations I just want you to give your direct website information so people can learn more about you the program and then um you know contact you directly because i think it's it's an it's an amazing opportunity for nonprofits and, and and businesses to to really transform how they're operating. Well, thank you so much Michelle.
2: I I appreciate the opportunity. Um the best thing to do is go to our website, it's charitycharms.com. Um there's all kinds of information and there's a sign up sheet where you can um, ask uh, us directly for more information and then you'll get a call from one of our staff and uh, we send out free sample packs and we are here to help in any way that we can. And, and we also at have, the yeah, we have an 800 number. Yeah. We have an 800 number. It's
1: 800-615-3120. And even if you just want a, a conversation, a short one to talk about some strategies or have Kay review yes. your database of people that could be key people that you want to get involved with, she's going to, she'll do that. And then they'll, you could take it from there. So don't, uh, Don't feel that you guys, sometimes you think you're too small, and you're not. It's the power of relationships and partnerships, and, and, uh, you know, it's not afraid to ask. So, uh, Kay, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I'm glad that we got a chance to reconnect. We've known each other for quite some time here, and uh, if I don't talk to you before the holidays, I have a feeling I will. Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll have you back on soon. Charity Charms. Way to go, Kay McDonald. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Michelle. Bye-bye. All right. You, you bye. All righty. So I just wanted to get you some information about our Reopen America Resource Center. Kind of uh, thought we would be in a little bit better place than we are now uh, with this uh, COVID. I, don't, I can't say surge. I know too much about the information. We're going to do a show about that, even though we've done about four. But anyway, take a listen. ReopenAmericaResourceCenter.com. Are you struggling personally or professionally because of the coronavirus shutdown Ready to grow your business and serve more customers and clients? Finally, there's a trustworthy website with resources, relief options, grants, support, and much more. For small businesses, nonprofits, and individuals. One location with all the information. It's time to get back to work, life, and reopen America. Visit ReopenAmericaResourceCenter.com today.
0: The ultimate resource platform to help you in every way.
1: Just wanted to let you know that we've created this incredible resource center on our website, everythinghomerresourceplatform.com. Just click the Reopen America tab. It includes business organization, networking groups, communities, employment opportunities, virtual events, LinkedIn and Facebook groups to join, personal and professional development resources, products and services, live streams, trustworthy nonprofits, very important now especially this time of the year coronavirus facts must follow people podcasts and much more. All of our partners you're meeting today, their information's listed there too. You're going to, you're going to love it. I keep throwing more stuff out there, especially the virtual events. There's a whole bunch this week to go check out and also live in person. We've got a bunch of those coming up over the next couple of weeks. So please go check out those tabs. Everything's listed in categories to make it easy for you. Again, go to everything home and click on the top banner Reopen America and check out all the different categories and information. Reach out to the people, the organizations, the groups, one location for all the information, providing everything you need to grow your business, improve the quality of your life and make a difference. Bookmark it, save it on your phone and make it your go-to place. telling you, we've already done the heavy lifting and the legwork to find the good people doing good business and good things. So take advantage of it. All right, next up is J.P. Kim, the founder of The World of J.P. Kim, a place to matter your world intentionally with visionary artwork classes and intentional creativity, collaborative coaching. Audience, top tutties down. Round of applause <laughs> J.P., when's the last time you got a round of applause?
3: <laughs> it happens daily. <laughs> hey that's the best but thank I've you heard. for the warm welcome. I just wanna correct my name. So I, I actually do not go by JP Kim um for for the last two years. I go by Jenny. Um Jenny Enex. I wasn't so sure. Can,
1: I'm sorry about that. I was, wasn't sure because your email to me was Jenny, but then the website was JP Kim, so my bad. My bad. Yeah, no, no I worries
3: at all. Yeah, so JP Kim is um I am a visionary artist, and a lot of my I, – I had been signing my artwork with J.P. Kim, and I'm also an intentional creativity and peak performance coach, and more recently an oracle card creator. And so people can find me on Facebook as Jenny Inej, and I still do have my company, The World of J.P. Kim. So, yeah, you can you can access all of that, but the name, you know, uh, people usually address me as Jenny.
1: So it was like Cher and Madonna. You just go by Jenny.
3: <laughs> um, not quite, the Je- Jenny Inez. Yeah, Jenny Inez. Okay, I wasn't sure how to pronounce all the that, last name all that, too. I like that idea. Yeah, I kind yeah of, uh, just, my, my name is Fluid, so maybe my next name will be like a a one word name, like Madonna or Cher I I really like that idea. <laughs> I think
1: I think you should. Why not? It's like nowadays you can you can go with anything that you want. You could just make it up. I mean, they they're making up definitions for words. They're making up definitions for labels. Whatever works and it makes you happy and, and it
3: sticks, why not? Well, and what's interesting about the whole name phenomenon, I think, is that as women, you know, uh, and this might be more old-fashioned nowadays, maybe women keep their, keep their names, But just as, as a woman growing up in our society, the name that we have is often only traced along the patriarchal links. And then when we get married, we, in the past, and I know that I did, when I had gotten married, I took my, my husband's name. And so um, I'm in a divorce. I'm going through a divorce right now and don't feel as attached to that name anymore, although it's a family name and I have children. It's still not something that speaks to me in terms of like who I am and, and um, what I stand for. And so when doing my artwork um, or coaching, uh, I'd rather coach from a place of really identifying who I am with the person that I'm speaking
0: with. I it
1: hit that spot on because that's one thing I never understood. I mean, I I was born in 73. So a little bit, obviously outlook on life and things. than my parents' generation, I never really understood why once you hit a certain age, you get married, you have to change your name, which is your identity for the past, what, 20 some years. I, so I just, Mm -hmm. I I never I never quite understood that. And, you know, it was interesting. It's totally off topic. But I remember years ago, back in the 70s, you know, when my mom had a credit card, which was uh, to get a credit card with your own name was just unheard of, right, because you were a woman. Mm -hmm. And, it mm-hmm. was Mrs. Frank Swinnick was on the credit card. So she mm. didn't even get a chance mm. to have her own name. It was, you yes. were, you weren't even Mrs. Roseanne Swinnick. You were Mrs. Frank Swinnick. <laughs> you're like, right. wow, did you guys just take away everything? The only thing I got the misses. So, you know, what I I just, I think I'm that glad that things so... have
3: evolved, you know? <laughs> I actually think that, that it's not off topic because what you're, what you um, talk about and what's really important to me is for, everybody in the world to live these purpose-driven paths and to um, follow one's heart desires and to really drop into their being and when you're dropped into your being you have to have identity and so if your identity is stolen whether it's cultural or conscious or unconscious it's really hard to know who you are and so by being conscious or intentional about what you call yourself or even looking at how patriarchy has shaped our culture over millennia. You know, I, I think that that really speaks to um, who we are, who we get to be and who we get to do or, and what we get to do, not who we get to do, but I'm sure that.
0: Yeah,
1: yes, it is hump day. It is, it is, it is hump day. So, you know, you could fl- <laughs> you could flip that Happy in there. Hump day. <laughs> yeah. I think that's totally fine. That's totally fine, you know. Uh,
3: so, but yeah, definitely, what identity a... is is t- completely tied to <laughs> what we do. Well,
1: see the the crowd. The, see what happens is I gave them the hot toddies before the show. It'll rile them up a little bit, so they're a little delayed in in the laughter. They're a little delayed sometimes. You know what I mean? It's uh, you're awesome, uh, <laughs> Love it. You know what the the, the when I, when I find a new person like yourself to connect with, because there's so many people out there, right? And, and there's certain mm-hmm. things that really just put two and two together for me. And what I, what I loved about you, besides your response when I messaged you, was your website, Purpose Driven, Make a Difference, sharing their unique gifts. And when I see that, I just got chills. So when I see that, I'm like, okay, like minded person, they get it. They they're yeah. they're on the same page. So let's talk about uh, uh, how you how you help people become more purpose driven and make a difference through the different techniques that you that you have. Because it's what you do by being a visionary art, artist is very different than just a regular coach. You know, I don't want to I don't want to put down other regular coaches, but you know, a business coach or a personal coach or a personal empowerment coach,
3: you obviously have different methods and techniques. So let's dive into that mm-hmm. a
0: little
3: bit. Yeah, so, um, well, and we know each other from, from my Facebook group, Inspired Woman, and the focus there and the focus out that I really believe is something that um, as people that care about their journey and their relationship to others in the world, that. Our job, our focus is to ascend in all dimensions of being. And so there's many, you know, like the ones that like pop into my head right away are career, relationship, health, spirituality. Like these are just different dimensions of our being. And when we are on this path of being like a lifelong learner, I believe that it's, it's one of these places that we may focus on. Uh, and that focus can change from time to time, but even by focusing on one of those spaces and ascending um, levels within that particular category, I think it, it expands us in all of our um, dimensions of being. And so you were asking in terms of like how I go about doing that is, has a lot to do with intention. So, Um, one of the things that I'll start with is to really dive into what someone's intention is, or even just to teach ritual around intention. So to to start with, you know, what is it that you really want to do, you know, and who is it that you really want to be in the world? And
1: do you find that now that since we started this COVID journey, And people are kind of appreciating things a little bit more. They're spending time at home with themselves, with their members of the household. They've eliminated, you know, maybe some of the superficial things that they've done in the past because they can't interact and be entertained the way they do. Do you see people looking more inward and wanting to find out who they really are? And they need that guidance now because it's, it's foreign territory. They've never done that before. They never took a time out to say, who am I? What do I do? And (laughs) what, where am I going? You know, what's my purpose here? Like what, when I get up in the morning, it should be more than just, you know, taking care of things in the house, the kids, the family, and then going to work, you know?
3: What's really funny, like what just stood out for me and what in your question was that word time out. And it's kind of funny. Like, I haven't thought about that yet, but um, it's sort of like the universe is our parents, you know, like all of humanity's parents. And they're like, listen, we don't like, you guys get to have a timeout, you know? And like when we're in timeout, like, while like even just think of like a child, when a child goes in timeout, there's like so many different ways that we can react. And um, I think that those ways are, are manifesting like across the board. So it's not the case that everyone is like, ooh, this is a really a perfect time to, you know, assess my purpose. Um, it's kind of like, so what I've heard, and I think this is funny, is that in COVID people are either um, a hunk, a chunk, or a monk, you know? And so maybe <laughs> those that are going the way of the monk,
0: <laughs>
3: like those people, the monk people are are actually like reassessing who they want to be in their life and like what kind of relationships they want to have and um, what, um, jobs they want to do or career or purpose they want to be living. But I don't think it's the case that, that everyone is doing that. You know, some people include, in, and, and maybe we do all three, you know, like uh, like it is the case that, you know, when you put a kid in time out, it's not always that we see them calm down and start, you know, assessing their behavior. You know, lots of times they get in the corner and they're just like having a tantrum, you know, and I think we're seeing that. Also, you know, we're kind of seeing a a lot of different things occurring. So, yes, definitely um, the relationships that that I have and that I've created see people really reassessing what it is that that they want to do. And the thing that that I like to start with is, you know, how do you want to feel? Like, where do you want to be? Not just do, because, like, we all have our to-do list. The to-do list can go on, like, one of those, you know, ancient scrolls, like, that you open up and goes on, like, for cartoon miles, you know, where, like, there's, you can keep checking off the boxes, but at the end of it, you don't feel differently. So I think it's really important to look at, like, what do you want to create, right? And from that place, from that intentional creativity, that's where we get to um, kind of navigate the course or set up the map for what we're wanting to do.
1: So would you say the first step that someone can do, you know, I always want to provide some sort of a a takeaway where after they Mm -hmm. listen to the show, they can implement something right away. So what -hmm. would you suggest the first thing that somebody should do if they're kind of having this, uh, you know, coming to Jesus moment where it's time to make a change?
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, So that's interesting. Like, one of the one question that I think can be overwhelming, you know, and that in the past, like people would start with a business plan and be like, "What's your five year plan or your ten year plan or what <laughs> what's your vision? What's your vision?" you know and that for for many people can just be like, "Oh my God, like I don't know, you know, so maybe just start by answering more simple or simplistic questions like if you could create change in one area of your life, whether it's health or career or purpose or relationships or spirituality, like which, first of all, like which of those categories, if you could create change, um, would significantly improve your life? So what that I tell could people, be like question number one.
1: Yeah. What I tell people too, it's, it's similar. When they say, well, you know, I'm not quite sure what I, what I really believe in or what I, what I, you know, what I stand for. And I say, well, what's what makes you cry like if you're watching tv and you see a commercial or if you hear a song what makes you cry that's what you actually believe in and that's what you kind of then you can start pursuing that because that's what you know pulls up some sort of emotions and it's it's because there's an emotional attachment to it It doesn't necessarily mean that it's upsetting or it makes you remember you know there's a memory attached it made you think oh that's how I felt back when I heard that the first time, or I saw that. And that's how sometimes I, I encourage people to get started. <laughs> what what makes you have some sort of a feeling or emotion
3: and then kind of take mm-hmm. it from there? Well, and I think emotions are so important. Like I, I love that you're tying it back to like how people are feeling. Cause I think that feeling is so important and that, as human beings and especially right now, I think we're trying to push away the feelings because the feelings can be really heavy. It's like, how do we numb out some of these feelings? But yeah, instead, too much. Like, how, how do we, how do we feel? And how do we like, again, get into our identity. And I like, I, I love etymology, like taking apart words and really looking, exploring what they, what meaning they have in them. And so like getting back into like purpose, what is purpose? And for me, Purpose, when I, when I look at this word, and this might not necessarily be the etymology, but if you take purpose and you separate it into the syllables, you actually have pure pose. Pure pose, to me, is getting at someone's essence. And so where are you if you're standing truly as your essential self? And so when you're looking and talking about emotions or when do you feel, where do you allow yourself to feel, that kind of can also get into, like, who you are in terms of your essential self and then that I think is like also a great place to start so when you're looking at like the different dimensions of like like let's say health health is a big one and so if somebody is saying you know what if I improved my health if I lost weight if I um had more energy by exercising more consistently or if I um had a better relationship with Or, you know, it doesn't even have to be any particular, particular thing. If I meditated more, if I did, you know, whatever it is, by just like looking at like the different categories and really getting into your, into your connection with your essential self, I think that would be like both of those. So really looking at like how it is that you get to create yourself into being the person that you want to be, that you desire to be. Like really exploring those desires from a standpoint of of growth and bringing into being, creating intentionally the being that you want to be.
1: I love that. The pure pose. I think that's absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. And uh, with Thanks. your your word salad there, and it's not endamame, people, like the beans. It's, uh, you know, taking apart the words Jenny said there. So yeah don't think don't think that she's she's playing with the end of mommy so yeah I love that pure pose well Jenny it's it's time to wrap up the segment because I I promised everybody I was going to try to stay on course and finish the show on time because I always (laughs) tend to go over because I I get great guests like you and then we just keep talking and I got to keep an eye on the clock so I want to say thanks for coming on I'm glad that we connected I'm looking forward to have you back on I think you're going to be a great addition as a partner in our patriotic purpose driven resource platform. And uh, all of your information is on our homepage. It's on our Partners and Patriots tab at everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Go there, click the episode. Jenny's link for her website will be there. And there's some amazing things that are on there, including her newsletter. So, any parting words, Jenny, real quick? No,
3: well, yeah. Um, thank you so much for having me on. And I wish. Um, That everyone listening right now experiences some lightness of being and and love by being connected to us right now. And to to, I'm stretching you all, whoever's listening, to spread some of that love outward to those in your circles, in your community, in whatever way you can.
1: Well said. Tis the season. So spread the love and dig deep. Take your time out and figure out who you are. You're only getting older people. You're only getting older. Well, thank you, Miss Jenny. I appreciate you coming on and I look forward to talking to you soon and uh, you'll too. make it a great day. thanks, Miss Hey, Stay you're sure. welcome. All right, so Bye. before we bring in our final guest for the day? Since we were talking about purpose, how about a little bit of information about our promos for a purpose program?
0: A purpose. Did you know?
1: Oh, I think it's a perfect segue since we were talking with Kay McDonald about uh, purpose-driven and cause marketing, purpose-driven companies, purpose-driven everything, and then uh, Miss Jenny kind of brought it home there and actually uh, word sailed into the pure pose from purpose. So Promos for a Purpose helps you stand up from your competition and stay top of mind by promoting your purpose made easy. It is our everything done for you, purpose-driven business partnership and marketing experience, which helps small business owners entrepreneurs, service providers, and corporations with ways to support charitable causes and promote their brands at the same time helps you join this movement that's happening where you need to have some sort of a connection with a nonprofit organization, a charity, and give back to the community and become a purpose-driven business. Just visit everything on platform.com and click the Promos for a purpose tab at the header to get all the information. And we would love to help you grow your business and share why you are the best at what you do. So my next guest is Mr. Jared Laverne, and I could be changed. I made the name fancy, Laverne a There's a G in there. He'll he'll correct me when he comes on. He's the marketing director of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions, a full-service podcast solution management company so you can easily tell your story. And he also hosts the Goal Drive Professional Podcast. So audience, can you give Mr. Jared a round of applause? Oh, wow. They love you. I feel so,
4: they love me. I feel so welcome. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs>
1: hey, I uh, I appreciate you coming on. I think it's important to talk a little bit about the value and the, and the power of podcasts and uh, what. Uh, more people are doing it, yeah, it's a great way, as I mentioned, to tell your story of who you are, what you do, what you believe in, which really ties into the whole concept of the show. The interesting thing about it that maybe the audience does not know, and I'm sure you, you don't know I have an, oh, I have an uh, calendar when people schedule on the show. And it's open, right? So when I invite the guests, I find somebody who is a like-minded person. You know, they're that good person doing good business, good things. or reach out to them, whether it's a past contact or somebody new, like you guys who I came across. And um, it's always interesting because the lineup of the guests who come in all blend together. With their, they, it ends up creating the uh, a unique theme to the show where it, it blends together. And it's it's happening again today. It's it's quite fascinating. It's almost like Everybody's drawn together to, uh, you know, that like-minded group where they're on the same page. So I think by having you and your experience by being in the marketing digital world is so valuable to bring all this together and really talk about how podcasts help people tell their story and, uh, you know, obviously, you guys are doing the full service thing. So, tell us a little about yourself. You are a Jersey guy. I'm from Bridgewater. I think you're from Montclair. Is that right? Oh
0: no way! Really? Yeah. yeah,
1: Bridgewater Commons, baby. Um, oh my god, I just got so much more comfortable. Tell waited <laughs> um, Yeah, well, I saw your phone number too. I mean, I did obviously. I did my homework. Everybody, everybody. When I saw the nine seven three, I'm like, ah, come on, nine zero eight two zero one. Back in the old school days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, this is amazing. Actually, you know, this
4: even kind of helps tie to my point on or why we think podcasting is so important, right? So, so like you do, this is a, probably the first time I would say I'm on a syndicated radio show. Is it okay to refer to your show as that? Um, you could
1: refer to it as a, a huge international syndicated nationwide live radio show. Yeah, as big as you want it to say is fine with me. <laughs>
4: awesome. But so the thing about it is like, you're a real professional. You do your research, you do your background, you do your follow-up. Even when you speak, the enunciation is, is awesome. I mean, guys, like I was late to my booking. She added me on LinkedIn instantly, truly a professional, right? But what we believe is every business should have a
0: podcast,
4: right? It's just an extension of who you are the same way you could have a website, a banner, a logo, it is an extension of who you are, and from a digital marketing perspective, we think a podcast needs to be that, not just some form of an audio, because a podcast is associated with an RSS feed, and an RSS feed is kind of the is going to be a new form of search engine technology that we use, where you're seeing companies like Anchor, Lipson, Podbean give give you RSS feeds for free in the hopes that you promote your podcast, you put it out there. But that targeted uh, your content, retargets your listeners back to their website and their advertisement. So one of the things that we really specialize in is a full service from the point of distribution to editing, marketing, getting it out there. We want to allow the brand, the business, the, the host to be able to control their content and retarget it back to their place of content. So it's advantageous for them to really be making a podcast.
1: And the podcast, I mean, this is live, which then it automatically goes into an on-demand podcast platform because that's what the beauty of, I'm on Blog Talk Radio. So it automatically transforms, you know, the magic of the internet into the RSS feed and gets distributed on the 14 platforms that we're listed on. So it becomes the on-demand podcast, right? So it's technically it's, you know, it's, it's all similar. It's just there's a live platform where you can actually call in. Just a little different than recording it, which we do that too. It's just that this way it's more direct. Um, do you want to elaborate a little bit on the RSS feed? Because I did put that in my notes that you said it's an underla- underutilized resource that maybe people can't, that are doing podcasts or thinking about it, um, something that they can get prepared for, really understand the value of what that is.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when an, R- an RSS feed is just – it stands for a really simple syndication. Um, and if you wanted to put your – if you wanted to get your voice on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, any of these major streaming platforms, what they do is they read what is called an RSS feed. And when their bots or their search engines read it, they're reading for a JPEG, an audio file, and a, and a description of your show, and then a website or a a server where a website or server where that uh, RSS feed came from. Right. So, with that said, you're you're starting to see more social platforms. Even I know Yelp just released something called Yelp Connect, where if you were to do a social post, it will reach out to anybody that follows that category in that geographical area. If you were to tie that social post to an RSS feed or a podcast, everybody who searched food or gyms near me in a certain geographical area will automatically see your podcast because Yelp is reading for those specific things. Okay, this podcast is uploaded from this part of the world, and it has content related to this subject matter that's in the description, right? Within your JPEG or your picture, you can actually put descriptions of the text, who you are, what your business is, and things of that nature. And now I know you said you're listed on 14 different platforms. As this podcasting community grows, you're just starting to see more and more and more platforms. Amazon has just started uh, supporting podcasts. You're you're starting to anchor and Spotify are actually starting to give exclusive deals to people so that their podcast just stays on their platform because the market is getting so, so big. And what a lot of people don't realize is you can actually take your website or your WordPress website, and at the very end of it, you can turn that, your entire website, into an RSS feed, now maximizing your exposure of not only your podcast but your website. And we all know how we all, nobody likes spending a ton of money to Google just to be on that top of the search. This would be a way to, for you to organically get there in more ways than one.
1: I'm glad that you brought that up. I think, um, you know, from a from a traditional business standpoint, people, uh, you know, I, I, how old are you? Because you look young in your picture.
4: Oh yeah, I'm uh, 26. <laughs>
1: 26. That, well, oh, to be 26 again. I, you know, <laughs> the people in my generation and, and above really don't. Well, not everyone, but a majority don't really have the grasp around how the digital world works from the standpoint of somebody like you who grew up in it 24-7. And it really matters do. now. It really matters on even doing these little extra things to get the get found because there's so much stuff out there. There's so much information. And now you're seeing that they're even adding all these different platforms lot of noise, right? So, and, and if you've got something that's really good content and, and, a, and a quality show or quality message, you can get lost amongst the, the, all of the noise. And it's this digital background of just, you know, it, it's almost like, it, I hate to say it, but you have to hire somebody to, to do that for you, whether it, it's a podcast company or like a marketing person. But like you said, the JPEG is picking up and the reason why I'm kind of going full circle here is the JPEG is picking up, I think it's alt text, is that what they call it, where you, you, you need yep. to start typing that stuff in, even though you're like, oh, it's another step, I just want to post it. That's not enough anymore. You have to add these other things because the, that's what's pulling in, I'm assuming, the SEO and the search engines and all those wonderful three-letter words, right?
4: Nail on the head. Believe it or not, actually what got me started to do this, I was previously selling Yellow Pages phone book advertisements. Uh, huh. Like, typically, nobody my age was doing it. I was a very door to door type of guy, walking into scrap metal yards, testing. Good for you. And, right. And we're, we're doing our thing. One of the strategies that I came up with my friend, I was like, hey, look, I got to provide more value to my clients because one of the things that the company was trying to do is trying to take print into digital, where we were selling people CRMs and emails and things of these nature. Um, very high price point. Sometimes I, really, I even felt bad. I mean, my job was to sell. And I was selling people stuff that I was like, uh, man, this just goes over your head. You're going to waste probably about eight months of your budget just trying to learn that uh, this doesn't work for me, right? So I, but I was a good sales guy, and I felt bad for closing got people like this, right? So I was like, all right, I got to figure out something to help you out and make this more worthwhile for you. So for every one of my clients, I was like, hey. I'll do, let me do a podcast interview for you so this way you can have a small version of a commercial, right? Come to find out, people aren't even caring about the software. They just want to be on my show to do a podcast so that the YouTube channel can grow a little bit. And it was just like, at that point, I was like, okay, I got something here. I got something here. So called up a couple of my friends who I knew were really good at podcasting came up with an idea, wrote it down on a on a napkin, one day drunk at a bar, and next thing we know, we're like, all right, we're gonna start doing a podcast. We're gonna we're gonna make we're gonna create a donation tab. We're gonna help them with their bookings. We're gonna help them with their email marketing. And this stuff is gonna come down to cost. The only way we make a profitable margin is if you need help producing the quality of your content. Because a lot of people Hey, marketers or producers or influencers, career coaches, all these people, and that person never gives you a return on investment or never tells you what to look for. Like, hey, how do I actually make money off my podcast? How do I actually do this? And the reality is, well, whatever you're doing in your day-to-day life, you have, your podcast is a reflection of that. So I hope you're making money through other outlets so that your podcast can reflect your cash flow. So, Yeah, yeah. making people think. There,
1: yeah. Well, no, right. if you're making people think and kind of reevaluating and then, and, and then repositioning to get the most value out of it for themselves and for their audience, because there's only so many hours in a day. And if it's not getting you where you need to be, then you need to perhaps think about working with a company like you, you guys who are coming, uh, coming at it from a whole different approach. I mean, just the digital portion alone is invaluable, um, because uh, you've got to really understand that in order to be positioned in this virtual digital world nowadays, you know, you can have the best message product in the, uh, there is and people can't find it or you're lost in a pool of just junk. Then, you know, you have to be found. It's not like you just put a shingle on a door anymore.
4: No, I mean, I, I'm a door to door guy. I think I, I would definitely say my generation probably is a little bit, uh, a little bit softer, soft-hearted, because some of the guys that I was working with, they're like, oh yeah, that business is gonna close, they're gonna go out of business, they're gonna do. that. And I was like, I don't feel bad. You don't want to help you. You don't want to just be like, hey, if you guys use your mailchimp this way, that you'll actually see an improvement. And the answer is it's like, hey, look, that's taking time away from me. My job is to make sure that. My job, my job is to make sure that our company makes money, not our consumers. So it's, it's, when it comes to a digital world, it, we're going to see what I think is going to be another version of a dot-com boom with all these interconnected systems. They might call it the API boom. It could be the RSS. but Who knows what it's going to be? But all these digital platforms that we have today are going to connect in one way, shape, or form. And it's going to open up a ton of jobs. And be, just with COVID, you're starting to see businesses close just simply because I can't, I can't order my food off of Google or Grubhub or something like that. So you know, they, I, we, we are very much so betting that there's going to be a big change starting as, in as, as being a startup.
1: Oh, exactly, exactly. So, uh, I've got to wrap it up here, Jared. We're coming to the end of the hour, but I would love to have you back on. I think you and your company, Ambiguous Podcast Solutions, is going to be a great asset to, as a partner on our platform. Um, we'll have you come back on. We'll get some tips for people and and everybody needs to start podcasting. I mean, it's just it's just it is it it is what it is. You got to do it. It's another way to get your message out and get your commercials and everything else. It's just what you have to do. So. Thank you for coming on. Your information for your company is listed on our website, everything home resource platform.com. There'll be a direct link there. You just gotta click it and it'll get you to your website. And it's on the home page and on the Partners and Patriots tab. So Jared, thank you so much for coming on. I, I really appreciate it. And I I, I love my Jersey boy. <laughs>
4: hey, you know I love my Jersey people. Thank you again for having me on and anybody listening you can reach out to me at Jared at com or visit us at ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com.
1: All right. Thank you, Jared. You have a good holiday season, and we'll have you back on in January to see uh, how – give some more tips for everybody and, and get them into the podcast world. Thank you, Jared.
4: <laughs> Sounds good. You have a wonderful day now. Thank
1: you. All right. So what another great episode of the everything on the talk show. And this has been our live uh, segment, which is on Wednesdays and Fridays from 12 to 1 PM mountain time, our purpose driven partner segment. We, we, are featuring purpose driven partners of our platform to learn some great tips and takeaways to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference and much more. A special thank you to all of our partners of the Everyday Social Accounts Referral Network. Keep in mind all of their information and episodes are listed on our website, everything, homeresourceplatform.com. Go to the homepage, Partners Patriots tab, blah, 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 blah. If you're interested in becoming a partner, we'd love to have you. Qualifications, good people, doing good business and good things. Just click the graphic on the homepage, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Gives you all the information, gets to come on the show, meet some great people, be part of the whole community. We're always looking for like-minded people. This is where you got to go. Go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. One location, all the information, bookmark it, save it on your phone, make it your go-to place. And join us next Friday. Which is in two days at 12 p.m. for another live episode of Purpose Shipping Partners, meeting some great people. Because you know why? When we do partnerships, promotion, and relationships, we
0: are.
1: All right, two minutes over. I thought I'd be able to, I thought be able to pull it off, people. Sorry about that. Make it a great day because you deserve it. See you on Friday.